My Love of Life Energy is a podcast created by Anna Scott. Anna knows that every human being sees life uniquely. In this podcast, she will talk to people and learn from them. These conversations are to shine the brilliance of each human being she speaks to. Join her. After each exploration, you will expand on your insights and see truth and beauty. Good morning and good afternoon and welcome to my podcast, My Love of Life Energy. And today is like um, a dream of mine. I'm interviewing somebody I've never spoken to or never met, but I've been deeply impacted by her music. And I have Ashana. Ashana is a musician. She's a musical healer. She website is Sounds of Sounds of Ashana, and it is with deep honor and gratitude that I have you with me today. Thank you. Oh, thanks, Anna. <laughs> we both started crying before we even started. <laughs> it's true because I was listening to um, your bio on your website. And you talked about the introduction of how you met your first crystal bowl. Mm-hmm. And which bowl was that? I'm so curious. And how did you meet the bowl? It doesn't exist anymore, actually. <gasps> and I, no, it was perfect, actually, the, the, what happened to it, um, you know, because there's a certain point in time where with, uh, with, cert- with some energies or, you know, it happens with crystals, it can happen with with uh, special sacred objects that you have um that their work with you is done Mm -hmm. and and that and that there's a completion there and with that particular bowl uh it was really clear there was a completion and um uh it was a it was a big 14 inch classic frosted g bowl that i had uh and i don't play classic frosted bowls hardly ever anymore so the the bowls you see around me are all alchemy master alchemy and the super grade bowls um uh because that was the you know very natural evolution into the next level of of crystal bowl Mm. artistry and uh but that one beautiful bowl i was what it was a tibetan bowl i banged into uh my coffee table and the bowl was sitting next to sitting like right next to the coffee table. And I had a Tibetan bowl sitting on top of the coffee table and I banged into it. And this is exactly what happened. The the Tibetan bowl moved out into the air. It hovered for a moment and then it dropped smack into the center of the bowl and completely blew out the center. And I was devastated in that moment because I thought, oh my goodness, I've done something terrible. And then upon reflection and speaking with one of my spiritual mentors, when we, and actually the person who who first led me to, to um, playing crystal bowls. So this was like back in, my goodness, this probably was back in 1999 or 19 or 2000 when this happened. And uh, she was very intuitively no saw that the timing of that and really I had learned what I needed to learn in relationship with that particular bowl and that it was time to shift and bring in a new energy and can I ask what did you learn from that bowl I began that bowl was my first it was it was a process of 
of um, the very first part of that process was coming into relationship with my voice, you know, on a, on a, on a whole other level. And, um, you know, there was, I think when that bowl broke, there were certain uh, addictive patterns that I was holding inside of me and um, energetic patterns that basically it was time for them to to shift and one of my one of my mentors for many many years she's she still continues to be um she was at at a period for a long period of time uh uh 26th generation curandera and uh and she taught me that when something breaks and it's a really big big break um that is a signal that when you can catch it, like in the moment, it's, you know, what is the pattern that's being broken right here, right now? Mm-hmm. You hear that big crack, you know, and you go, oh, because, you know, something really shattering has happened. If you can take it a moment right in that instant and go, what is the pattern that is breaking here? You know, it can be a pattern of, my negativity, my di- disappointment, my resistance, my fear, my anxiety, whatever that pattern is, we, but it can be a big pattern. We have this opportunity when we literally have a, 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 a big clap and snap from the universe to wake up and pay attention. Mm-hmm. And we have an opportunity to just make a new choice. And so that bowl breaking was part of my making a new choice. I know it's been, I think, a continuous choice for me, you know, over the years. I I feel like I'm continuously choosing to deepen my relationship to soul and to spirit, to, to the angelic kingdom, to source energy, to be of greater service, to get out of my own way. Uh, to to step outside my own uh, perceived limitations, to walk beyond my fear, my resistance, my defensiveness, my, you know, let's go down the list of, you know, what it's like to be human in a human body. (laughs) (laughs) Like right there for all of us. So, you know, I'm different than anybody else. So, you know, we've all got it, you know. But you know what, can I tell you what I just heard, which I've never heard before? Yeah. And I'm curious how you're listening. It's like we develop useful patterns for a period of time. Mm -hmm. But then it seems to me what you're doing through your music is that you're always listening. When does that pattern need to go away and something new needs to come in? And it's always like a refreshing of something new. Wow. I'm not sure. I would look at it quite that way for me. Okay. Um, my experience is that when I let go of the pattern, the connection and my ability to listen deepens. So it is this process. So it's, so maybe it's kind of like, you know, which came first, the chicken or the egg? Yeah. It, 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 it almost feels like that when we have, when we talk this way, speak this way about these things and that you know the 
the practice of listening makes us more aware of what those patterns are. And then we become more aware of what the patterns are or what the, or what's, what, what, let's say the threshold of our conscious awareness in that moment where the conditioned mind exists. So when we reach that threshold and we break through that threshold, then the listening can become deeper. The awareness becomes deeper. And then as the awareness is deeper, we can see the pattern better. And it goes like that. And mm -hmm. I see this to me, this is the amazing thing about meditation, prayer, chanting, um, any kind of spiritual path that one is on and, you know, sound and vibrational healing, um, is, is the way that I have learned and grow grown, uh, so deeply, but I'm certainly not limited to that. I, it, um, it just seems like there's like, if there's no patterns, then we're completely free. I mean, are we ever completely free? If you're I, I don't know, but that's what I'm hearing in you. I'm like, oh, that's what's possible. Well, I think when there, when we break through the patterns, we can live in increased levels of joy, happiness, yeah. um, surrender. So we're surrendering to that greater aspect of ourselves, you know, more buoyancy, more creativity, more life force energy. There's more room inside of us for more pulsating life force energy. We can contribute more to, to ourselves, to the world. We could just be at peace sitting outside having, you know, breakfast under the, under the, you know, umbrella and, and, and just watching the birds, you know, we have more, we have more contentment. I mean, golly, isn't that what it's about? <laughs> <laughs> it have to be, we're going to save the world. Can we just like, how about we just like take moments and just breathe and give thanks, you know? You know, I think that is saving the world. <sighs> Being content and happy and listening to beautiful music is saving the world. It's one piece of it for sure. So you have a class that's coming out in August and it's a new recording. Yeah. So share please. Oh, well, I, I am super stoked about this because uh, it, this, this project has been a really long time coming and uh, I started work on it several years ago and it went through multiple iterations uh, it's almost like the music established itself first, and then we built this entire online course about it. Um, it's called Celestial Alignment for Healing. The whole course is not going to come out for several months because we are releasing the music first. You know, the okay. nature of the music uh, world right now is that everybody wants the singles, you know, and so we're spoon feeding everybody <laughs> music for the course. Right. And the music is so cool because, you know, years ago, it was a few years ago, I started getting uh, messages to collect, um, collect, like that's really the wrong word to, to bring in to my crystal bowl family, specific bowls. And they kept showing up and they kept showing up as nine inch bowls in the note A. They, were, they just, you know, before I knew it, I had like six, seven, I probably have nine of them now. Okay. They're the same. No, but they're different alchemies. And when I mean by alchemy is that in the, in the crystal bowl world, 
they are bowls and they're made by a company called Crystal Tones. They're called Alchemy and Master Alchemy Bowls. And these are bowls that have been infused and overlaid with precious gem, uh, gemstones, minerals, and metals. Okay. And that's what creates these gorgeous colors that you see behind me. And and so what happened was that I just kept getting these abels, kyanite, and I got to look at them, kyanite, citrine, indium, charcoal, oh my gosh, Himalayan sea salt, and there are a few others. And, and I was told by my guidance, I said, take these bowls together and you're going to record a series of six songs and they're, they're all going to use these these bowls and these notes, because there's specific energies that are being communicated and, and, and frequencies that are being shared with this. And we're going to tell you what to do with them. And I was like, okay, cool. <laughs> so, so, and then I could see it, you know, because, you know, when the downloads come, they go boom, like that. <laughs> and within like a minute, I'm like, whoa, this is really awesome. So what happened was, is that um, I called up my producer, Thomas Barkey, who is, just, I mean, we've been working together for 17 years. So I called him up and I said, I got this idea. And he's like, oh my God, you're on fire. So, so it was like, so when can you come? And, and I went like tomorrow, you know, <laughs> so we set a date and we went in and we just like recorded, we laid down these beautiful, beautiful bull tracks. And then I did a mantra for healing. I mm. did, I did uh, an, an instrumental version, which is just like the bowls with just beautiful little Koji chimes and, and uh, crystal pyramids. And I used other things. And then I did a version of me just doing that kind of signature, you know, the thing, oh, like wow. ambient vocals on it, but it was really, really different because the vocals inside this were more, much more static than, than what I have done in the past. They were very, 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 very like just these long lines of sound. And, and it's just this bowl is just going for like 30 minutes, right? And so we did that. And then I did a 15 minute guided meditation that went with it. And then I did a, uh, um, an affirmation track which is absolutely ridiculous and and you know because working with thomas is just amazing so we have this mantra for healing it's a power mantra you know it's it's got it's a whole world beat thing with percussion and it and it, and it is just amazing and the energy coming through is huge because i wanted to give people um a sound that is empowering i wanted them to feel like, you know, the whole thing, like the sound healing right now, it's like all these like bowl players and sound, everything is like quiet. And I was like, man, let's light a fire. <laughs> <laughs> and it's like, we're going to light a fire. Right. So we took these, and that's always been part of my signature is taking the bowls and putting them into music. And that's what Thomas and I have been doing since 2005. And so we put this mantra, just this powerful mantra track. And, you know, people that, that hear me, they don't realize that it's actually me chanting. You know, some people oh. are so used to this, like, oh, yeah, 
And this is Oh my God. And it is me in my power chanting voice. Right. And it is so, you know, I wanted people to have to, especially, you know, anybody who is challenged with a healing crisis or, or not feeling confident or, or worried or, or scared, you know, filled with anxiety. I wanted to give them a mantra that goes, I'm here and I'm good. <laughs> oh my God. And, and that's the lead off song that's dropping on August 4th. And seriously, we did, we did this beautiful, magnificent video of it. Um, we, we recorded it. My husband's a native Hawaiian healer and he and I did the video together because, you know, the, mm. the, the words of this mantra are, oh, compassionate Rama. And Rama is, is a deity that symbolizes the power of the sun. Okay, so it is this vibrant solar power. And, and we did this where I wanted to give people the feeling of calling in the energy that's this pure golden light power of source energy coming in and through them, filling every cell of their body, vibrating with pulsing life force energy and, and the, and the feeling of the earth. So that's like, as I, before I got excited, <laughs> so, <laughs> so the words are, oh, compassionate Rama, bring your healing power to earth, to earth. Oh. Right. And it is not, it is not like, oh, you know, May healing power come and bless me. It is not that. It is like it is like the consciousness of the rishis. You know, these are the ones that bring through these mantras. Just said, you come in, you say exactly what you want when you want it, and you're calling in that energy right now. And you know, when I think about this and this mantra for this day and age, what's happening? In, on our earth right now with the ecological issues, with the issues around people's health and well-being, with the sheer divisiveness that is that is splitting, literally splitting families and communities and countries and states. They're ripping them apart. We need some serious juju, you know, to connect with and connect with that aspect that frequency inside ourselves to call forth the energy the confidence the vision the passion to to turn things around and so you know it was really funny because we recorded this mantra you know a couple of few years ago right and and oftentimes what's happened with me especially with my music is on some level it's always was we, we were Thomas always said this to me, we we're always way ahead of the curve. And, mm. and so, you know, I kept trying to get this music out there and like, it would never work, it would never work. And finally I surrendered to it. I said, okay, God, this is totally in your timing. I did my part. And then we did the, you know, recorded the course videos, actually recorded the course videos three times. Okay. So third time's the charm. And this is what people are getting. <laughs> <laughs> and this whole, you know, experience that people can take with them, that they have that they have that the mantra, they have this affirmations, which is, you know, the affirmation, the first line is I'm strong, I'm healthy, I'm alive, I'm vibrant. And wow. it and, and you hear the bowls all the way through. 
Oh, wow. Rotor rooter. They're just powering through. And then there's these beautiful, you know, quiet meditative things that people are so used to hearing, you know, with crystal singing voice. <laughs> but no, that we, that there's a balance, right? But no, yeah. I'm just like, I'm, I am so excited. It feels <laughs> like um, a warrior with love. Yes, I love that. That's the energy as a true warrior yes. grounded in love. A true warrior grounded in love and one that understands the balance between yin and yang. Yes. We, we, we take divinely inspired action and that action comes from the quiet centered place inside of our hearts when we're connected with source energy. Yes. And that's the part that can transform everything. And, but it has... Um, in a keto martial art I studied, it's that you can take anybody down with love and you feel it mm. when you're united to universal energy. And that's what, but it's claiming it. Yes. Yeah, that's beautiful. I, I'm so curious on the one that had the long, um, the long, like low sound. What was that for you? Because that, what do you mean? You said one of the recordings that had one of these long, oh, like a, um, I'm not saying in one of the recordings you did, it was had a, a long, low sound. Oh, no, I just voices. meant, what I meant was, is that um, it's the, that the vocalization, instead of being, you know, more melodic, yeah. we were, yes. they were more still. And I'm so curious about that. What is that for you? Because I could, when you said it, I felt the power of it so profound. I think, um, I think it's just a deeper level of stillness. Oh. I may be, I may be wrong about that, but you know, there's like, I want to say it's like less singing and more attuning to the merge, the merging of sound with the bowls and the consciousness of the light beings that are uh, a, a very welcome and necessary part of the creation of that sound wave. It feels like such a strong unity. It is, it is. And, and we did a, um, um, we did an album, we did the, the, uh, the follow-up album to my album, Jewels of Silence. It's, um, we, we recorded that also, and that's been recorded and mastered, and that's going to be coming out after next year. Um, and that kind of vocal is very, very present in that album. You know, is there's still, you know, these more melodic flows, but there is like this, stillness insert some of the tracks and some of the tracks have more energy but there's a stillness in the tracks where uh i just felt like you know it's just these long lines and then they just mm. kind of dissolved and then it would just happen again and you know there were the there was a the sound of the bowls you know it, it reminds me of this this story that i told in my book uh about when I, the, I, I was, I was in my bowl room in when, when my husband and I were living in Mount Shasta, California. 
and I was sitting with them and I had just been playing for a while. And then I was sitting afterwards, you know, just kind of in my quiet space inside. And I heard them clairaudiently. They like, you know, they're like living consciousness. I mean, everything is living consciousness, but in that moment, they really were like talking. And, and they said to me, oh, we don't think of you as a, we, we, you know, we think of you as another bowl. And I was like, I heard him, you know, I heard, I heard it, you know, like you're talking to me. I heard him like talking to me. And of course they gave me the download immediately of what that was. And, and, you know, so many um, like of my students or people that come to me to, to, to study uh, crystals, you know, the art of playing crystal singing bowls, they have this idea, you know, that the, that the bowls are like, you know, they put the bowls like on this pedestal almost, and it becomes, oh, it's about the bowl, the bowl, the bowl, but the bowls don't think that way, right? The bowls themselves don't think that way. The consciousness of the bowls themselves, they see everything as one. And so, you know, just like the harps, you know, the, the, the angels that, that, that work with the harps, you know, and, and when you really begin as, as we all, not, when you really, I don't mean to say it that way, but as we all begin to awaken, we begin to understand that, you know, we're connected to the tree um, that I'm looking at outside my window right now, or the birds that are out there, or the, you know, the animals, or, and, and we stop dividing ourselves against people and, and, and come together as a consciousness of one in oneness. And this is so powerful and so needed. I mean, I could tell you this little story. Can I tell you this little story? You can, please, please. You got, you, whatever you got, I want. <laughs> so I was, I was, uh, I was, I was um, getting a whole bunch of new bowls for my clients and my students and, and my, my online store. Um, my husband finds this bowl uh, and I'll show you. This bowl. Look at my butt. <laughs> Here. Oh my God, is that beautiful? Amazing. Oh my God, it's of whales. Yes. Oh. Whales, right. My husband finds this bowl, and he goes. Um. He he his he had friends from Hawaii. My husband's native Hawaiian. I don't know if I said that. Yep. I'm going to turn my original sound on so you can hear this beautiful being, but my. My husband finds this bowl and he had friends, uh, Hawaiian friends coming to see him in the showroom and they had never connected with a crystal bowl before. And so of course he pulls this one off the shelf. Now there isn't one, another one like this in the entire, it's like 10,000 bowls and this was the only one that looked like this, right? And he puts this bowl in, in their hand and the minute he taps it and plays it and, and they're holding it and he's playing it, they begin to cry. Oh God. So he tells me about this, right? And I and so I said, well, you know, maybe there's a place for it. You know, maybe we maybe we need to like like really look at that. So I I took the bowl and I hadn't played it and I sat it down in front of me and I tapped the side and I began to play. This was like two months ago, six weeks ago, two months ago. And I and I exploded in tears. And I hadn't had a response to a crystal bowl like that for years where 
it went straight down into my whole my soul and completely dismantled me it was just the sound itself and so i put together this set of bowls around it you know um specific very specific i i asked you know the team to help me put these bowls around it because i i wanted this sound that um would evoke the sound of the whales with this and would you do you want me to play it yeah I, I'm dying for you to play this, but it, it's a whale bowl. It is, is stunning. It's a whale bowl. You can see it. So. Oh. I want to make sure we have limited time with you and I want to, I'm like, oh, I've never hated time more in my life than I do right now. Um, I just want to make sure I honor the book that you created. Oh, wow. You didn't let me finish the story. <laughs> but finish the story. Okay. Finish the story. Finish the story. I'm well, sorry. My story, no, my story was about oneness, you know, and we were talking about the divisiveness and how sound and connecting with the team, you know can help shift that and that that's our responsibility and you know there was a there was a period um, not too many months ago or last year when a whole bunch of, of whales breached and died off the coast of i think it was new zealand or australia and nobody they couldn't understand why they were like get them back out of the water and they would come back in and they would get them back out of the water they would come back in until you know people finally were explaining to 400 over 400 whales died and the reason that they died is because one got stuck and they all came to help. Now, that's what we need right now. That consciousness, where we're all stuck, and my God, this collective consciousness is stuck. Yeah. And we're seeing that stuckness in so many ways. We're also seeing the, the, the arising of what is not stuck becoming more obvious. Oh, wow. Day by day. I just felt your warrior. You know? That warrior meditation is an unstuckness. It's an unstuckness. And, and it is, and it, I, I believe in my heart, you know, that, that the whale consciousness right now that there's a teaching in there and, and I, 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 I hope that it is not to watch the die off so that we can learn. I hope say that, that I hope say that, that again. I don't, I hope we do not have to watch the entire whale pop species on this planet oh. so that we can learn. But, you know, me, my prayer is that, that all of humanity begins to wake up and realize that we are one and that we are here to help each other. <laughs> I'm sorry, when I hear such a truth speak, 
I laugh with such delight and I can feel that's your truth. Yeah. We're here to and I feel it when you play it. We're here to help. We're here to help over and over and over again. And, and, and people are like, well, how do I help? Well, what's in front of you today? What's right in front of you right now today? It could be the smallest, tiniest thing. It could be, you know, finding a stray dog on the street and, 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 and giving it water and finding a safe place for it to be. You know, it can be going and visiting your elder in the nursing home or picking up the phone and calling and saying, telling somebody that you love them. It can be as simple as that. It can, and, and also it is this connection to our divine purpose. And, you know, people often struggle with this. Well, what's my divine purpose? What's my divine purpose? And you will know your divine purpose by the presence of the joy in your heart. simple <laughs> you're um i can just feel like in that the tonal that you talked about that it to me it was like the divine feminine connecting into the oneness of life which is all love that's what osensei and akito said and i can feel it emanating out of you that every act is from love well maybe not i'm still human i'm learning <laughs> I, I have my experiences on a daily basis. <laughs> but then I get the opportunity to love myself and forgive myself for forgetting. So, yeah. you know, I, I have one of my dearest friends and mentors, um, Beverly Wilson, who used to own um, the Crystal Room in Mount Shasta, California. And I remember calling to her and complaining one day about how long it was taking me to learn to change a pattern. Mm. And, she's, and I was in a car in a parking lot in the middle of God knows where. I can't even remember where I was. I think I was living in Phoenix at the time. And uh, no, maybe, you know, it was, it was before that. And I said to Bev, yeah, but I might have to do this a thousand times a day to remember, you know, if I forget <laughs> and then I remember and I forget. <laughs> and I remember, and Bev said to me, she goes, well, then that would be a great day. <laughs> I have never forgotten that. Oh wow. So every time I feel my catch myself because I'm like, oh shoot, I reacted, I did this, I said that, I shouldn't have done that. I blah, 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 blah. you know, it's like, okay, <gasps> I just remembered. I I forgive myself, I love myself, the re I understand the reason I did that. Oh, I allow my reactivity to come in. Oh, I was defensive. Oh, I was guilty. Oh, I was judgmental. Oh, I was unloving. Yeah. Oh, I'm a human. Mm. <laughs> and that with the grace, the grace that you're giving yourself. I see the grace in your music shows up in the grace in how you are with you and other human beings in life, yeah. all of life. Yeah, yeah. Um, we are at our end. I am going to have up on the website your connection to this this program, the Crystal Songbook. That is absolutely yes. stunning. Crystal and to this, yes, Crystal, City. it's on there. The link will be there, as well as this program that's coming August fourth. Is that that's the first song? First song so, yeah. will be launched. So this will be launched 
on spot. prior to that to look for that. Yeah. And it has been, um, it's been a, it, it's been a dream. Thank you. You are a gift to humanity, to life. You're and I'm so blessed. You're welcome, Anna. Thank you so much for letting me share. <laughs> oh my God. It's an honor. And my goal is my intention is to share this music with the world and that somebody sees it and that they wake up through you. <laughs> so much love. All right, my dear. Be well. Thank you.